Walking as Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Day four in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now and would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. At the moment, on 15th Street Northwest, just across the street from the Washington Monument, day four in D.C., hope you've had the opportunity to listen each day. We're taking a walking tour of one of the most walking-friendly cities, dare I say, on the planet. I grew up about an hour from D.C., spent quite a bit of time here. Actually, I think for many years, probably decades, took for granted the easy access that I had to Washington. And it really wasn't until the last 10 years as walking became much more of a fitness activity that I began to reappreciate what what I have uh, so close and came over to D.C. 
sometimes as often as once a month on a Saturday and just dropped my Fitbit on and went for a walk and tried to find new things that I've not seen before. And oftentimes, if you stray off the beaten path, that's exactly what I found. But of course, uh, this week we are very much on the beaten path. If you've never had the opportunity to visit Washington, D.C., I highly recommend that you put that on your bucket list. Uh, the first day, we were on the east side of the Capitol, walking between the Capitol, U.S. Supreme Court, Library of Congress. Uh, day two was the west side of the Capitol, and even more so the National Mall. Yesterday, the museums of the Smithsonian. So today, looking at, again, one of the most iconic structures, certainly in the United States, if not in the world, and that's the Washington Monument. They started building that in 1848, of course, as a monument to the first president of the United States, George Washington. And interestingly enough, so they, they were building it, they were building it, they were working on it, and then they stopped. And they stopped for 23 years. And then they started rebuilding it. And you can actually see when you look at the monument, it's, it's subtle, but it's noticeable that the bottom third, maybe 25%, is one color, and then everything above that is a different color, and that's where, <laughs> that's where they stopped building it. And, of course, it is the tallest structure in D.C., so it provides a view of Washington that you can't get anywhere else because, as you probably know, there are no skyscrapers in Washington, D.C. Everything is, is low. But the Washington Monument gives you that exceptional view of the entire city. And, yes, it is open to the public. It is free, but, like everything else, you really need to plan in advance. Now, I say that with a caveat, because they do have, uh, starting at 8.45 every morning, they have a limited number of tickets for that day. It's a first-come, first-serve opportunity, and I've been here early in the morning, and I've seen that line, and it's long. Uh, the other thing is, again, plan in advance, and you can get a 30-day advance ticket into the monument. And I've been in the Washington Monument maybe, if I remember correctly, two or three times. It's been decades since the last time I was up at the top. And at the time, and I don't know if they still allow this, you could choose to either take the elevator or uh, the steps, come down the steps. And the last time I was in it, I took the step option. And that was even before I was walking for fitness. And now it's just fun to, to walk down the monument over those steps. If claustrophobia is your thing, that's probably not the best choice. In fact, even up at the top, it's a very small space, and there are two windows on each side of the monument. Here in the Mid-Atlantic, and again, I lived here for almost my entire life, moved two years ago. One of the things that we rarely got were earthquakes, certainly no memorable earthquakes. That changed in August 2011, and I'll never forget the day I was at our home in Maryland, standing in the kitchen, and Ava was there, and we lived on a main road, and a loud truck drove by. A little louder than I was used to, but it's a truck. 
But then that truck kept going and got louder. And then the house started to vibrate a bit. (laughs) And within about 10 seconds, I realized, oh, this is not a truck. This is an earthquake. Now, I'm going to tell you what my next thought was, but I need to give you the context. Because I understand that earthquakes are deadly, and they're dangerous, and very destructive. As the house was vibrating, and that's really the best way to put it, it wasn't shaking as much as it was vibrating, and it was a slight vibration, and nothing was falling off the walls, there, there was no structural danger, it was just loud with some vibration. And when I realized, oh, this is an earthquake, my next reaction was, this is pretty cool. Because <laughs> I had never experienced an earthquake before. And within moments, went onto my computer, the G, I think it's the U.S. Geological Survey website, they track uh, earthquakes, and sure enough, a pop, the earthquake, which actually happened in Virginia, and it registered uh, 5.8. So it was a, it was a significant earthquake. Gratefully, the damage was minimal. It was felt by a lot of people, multiple states. Here in D.C., the National Cathedral experienced some structural exterior damage. And the Washington Monument was damaged and probably it was, might have been the most damaged structure uh, in that earthquake. And they discovered, not immediately, but they discovered a crack at the very top and also some damage at the interior of the monument, and they closed it down. It was closed down for years as they fixed the damage and strengthened the monument, and then reopened it, and they've actually shut it down at least a couple of times since then for renovations. There's a circular sidewalk around the monument grounds. You can easily get quite a few steps walking that sidewalk And then closer into the monument are a bunch of American flags. And it really, on the right kind of day, and I've been here when the sky is totally blue, and the photo opportunities uh, looking up at the monument are really pretty incredible. In fact, one of my favorite pictures from here in D.C. was, was just that. A beautiful day, blue sky, the flags flying, and I was near the base and took a picture looking up at the monument with the flags and the sky, and it was pretty incredible. Hope you're enjoying this walking tour of Washington, D.C. Again, if you ever have the opportunity to visit, it's very walking-friendly. If you also enjoy running, you can do that, cycling. As I'm looking around, so many people out moving, those motorized scooters, see some folks on those. They have bikes that you can rent throughout the city. But lots of people enjoying Washington, D.C. today and taking advantage of the fitness opportunities and the history opportunities that you can get when you visit here. By the way, this is not paid for by the D.C. Tourism Bureau. This just happens to be because I love the city. I love being here and I love walking and taking advantage of all that it has to offer. And I'm hoping that if you have 
the opportunity at some point in the future that you'll take advantage of it as well. All right, I'll be back tomorrow, day five of our walking tour of D.C. My commitment to you is that I walk every day. I don't walk every day in D.C., but (laughs) this week that happens to be where I am. Uh, So I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you can join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.